Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. this week so I'll, I'll ask it to you why are we because i'm guilty of it too why are we more focused on alabama's quarterback situation and not georgia's like it feels like we're giving georgia like ah, it'll figure it out and we're not doing that with alabama well i think a couple things one when we've seen carson beck in backup duty um he's looked pretty steady-handed now i will give you there's much there's 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 a big difference between coming in and mop-up duty and playing four quarters as the guy but we saw when Carson Beck was called upon to clean up some games to come in he looked steady-handed Jalen Milrow is up and down um I think also the word coming out of Athens throughout the spring was that Carson Beck looked pretty good and then he put on a show in the spring game now you and I know that the spring game is pretty much worthless um, however, it is like the one time we really get to see something even closer resembling uh, football in the offseason. And to contrast that, Jalen Milrow, pretty inconsistent in Alabama's spring game, which sort of matched the narrative you were hearing out of Tuscaloosa throughout the spring. Um, so I think it's those two things. What we've seen in the Beck as a backup was a little steadier than what we saw from Milrow as a backup. And then, you know, the narratives um, coming out of the, out of the spring. Uh, also, I think, too, we just sort of accept that Georgia is going to put so much around its quarterback. Um, it's going to be positioned to succeed. Like, if, if, you could, if I could have Georgia's wide receivers or Alabama's, I'm taking Georgia's. If I could have Al- Georgia's Alabama- offensive line or Alabama's, I'm taking Georgia's. If I could have Georgia's tight ends or Alabama's, I'm taking Georgia's. So I think that also provides some comfort, too, of as long as Carson Beck just doesn't totally screw this up, they've got one game I think they could potentially lose. It's a road game at Neyland. Um, Otherwise, they've got so much around him, and from what we've seen of him in the backup capacity, he looks to be pretty steady-handed enough that I I think that's where some of the comfort comes, too, is the supporting cast around him is a little more solidified at Georgia. Uh, just so we can continue our dog hating, um, can you come up with a realistic scenario in which they don't make the playoff? Like a football scenario. Yeah, I, I, I can, and, and this might be a little bit of a stretch. All right, let's hear it. Um, what if they go in to SEC Championship undefeated, but there's another undefeated out there. Say Ohio State's undefeated. Okay. So let's say based on strength of schedule, Georgia goes into Atlanta – number two instead of number one. The, the, the football, the playoff committee likes strength of schedule of Ohio State better. So yeah, Georgia, yeah Georgia that, 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 would, that, would, that would check out because that would mean okay. Ohio State will have beaten uh, Michigan, Penn State. Like they'll, they'll definitely have better wins. Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah, so if they're both undefeated, I think Georgia could go to Atlanta, number two. Um, and we're all saying, yeah, they played a weak schedule, but they're, they're good. They're Georgia. And then they show up in the SEC championship, and they lose by multiple scores to either Alabama or LSU. And all of a sudden, you're left to look at that resume, and you're like, who exactly did they beat? Uh, and then they, they play their, their toughest opponent of the year, and they lose by multiple scores. That would, that would require 
some things to happen elsewhere. You'd need an ACC champion who is deserving. Um, but let's say you got a one-loss Clemson or a one-loss Florida State who wins their conference championship while Georgia does not, so they got the same record, um, or even an undefeated Florida State or Clemson, they're definitely in. But even at one loss, if they're a conference champion, I think they would be in ahead of one-loss runner-up Georgia. Um, so that only gives you the SEC champ, LSU or Alabama. Yeah. It gives you Ohio State, and that gives you one from the ACC. All you need would be one more in there to play spoiler. Someone from the Big 12, Pac-12, maybe if Michigan – you know, looked really good in a close loss to Ohio State, and they're sitting there at 11-1. and uh, I think that's the scenario where Georgia kind of skates through the season, goes into Atlanta undefeated, and then gets beat in the conference championship somewhat convincingly. Um, that would be the possibility because they don't have their schedule to fall back on as a conference runner-up. All right, I'll, I'll close here with you. I was thinking about this today because I was looking at Bill Conley's uh, twenty-five, the list of twenty-five players that are going to impact the playoff the most. I was kind of thinking, like, is Joe Milton maybe the most intriguing player coming into the league this year? He would be on my short list. Um, I would probably put Devin Leary, uh, Kentucky transfer quarterback from NC State. I'd put him there too because if we think back to Leary uh, coming uh, I, out of twenty twenty-one, I think they could. I think they could upgrade this year. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think Will Levis is the more interesting NFL prospect. Devin Leary's the better college quarterback. We've and seen and Leary's uh, Liam Cohen's back. Yes, yes. He's a quarterback-friendly coordinator. Um, you know, we saw Kentucky's offense two years ago um, was better than the, the product last year. Kentucky's got a nice collection. They got some dudes on. They got some dudes on the outside. They do, and that's not something you normally say about Kentucky. Um, now they have to get the the line. Yeah, uh, it's it, know, it's Devin like Larry it's it's upside that. down. It's like bizarre world. Like I usually, I'm always worried about Kentucky skill guys, but I'm usually pretty pretty comfortable with them up front. I'm the opposite this year. Right, and, and the Vanderbilt transfer running back Ray Davis, he was pretty good last year. So I, I think they're going to have a guy in the backfield. They got three good wide receivers, um, and I think Devin Leary, if he's healthy now, which he says that he is. He, he could make Kentucky interesting. And, and I think Milton is the other one that, um, you know, we've seen it now at the Orange Bowl, but I just think there are some people, myself included, that still have some doubt. Like, let's, yeah. let's see it throughout the first four, six weeks of the season. Then I'll be all in. Um, I don't know. I, I'm still reserving a little bit of doubt just because I can't, I can't get out of my mind some of the inconsistencies um, we've seen from him in the past. And that offense is so quarterback dependent. Uh, I know Tennessee's got a good run game. Hypo always has dependable run games, but that everything in that offense runs through the quarterback. Um, you can't overcome, you know, a few shaky performances from your quarterback, particularly because I think the defense is going to be average again. Like with a, with a good Joe Milton, I think Tennessee can get back to another new year's six. I don't, I don't necessarily see a great path to a playoff, but I think they can get back to a New Year's Six. With a up-and-down Joe Milton, you know, I think something like 8-4 and four is possible. I'll tell you another candidate I'd throw out that's an under-the-radar one. Connor Wegman. Because he was clearly not ready to play last year when he got thrust in because of, you know, all the quarterback injuries. I watched that Ole Miss game again. Like, he had some flashes. Like, that guy could be good. Yeah, Wigman, he's a tough one for me because he seems to be getting a lot of off-season hype. And I, I look at what we saw from him last year and it's like, 
Yeah, he was okay. Uh, he was at his best the last time we saw him. I thought against LSU and the upset went over them. Um, but like true freshmen are, are oftentimes held to a different standard. It's like if they show you anything. Yeah, you, you give them just all the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, it's like, okay, this guy's going to be good. Yeah. Like when Ken Seals played as a true freshman oh, yeah. for Vanderbilt, it's like, oh, Vanderbilt's got its guy. You know, yeah. they're, they're headed into this bright future. Well, now Ken Seals is the Vanderbilt starter, right? And so I think the bar for true freshmen is so low that now it's like, oh, yeah, Wigman, he's, he's going to be great this year. He's going to be a breakout star. It's like, I, I think he could be significantly better. And I think A&M, we're talking about Kentucky's skill position talent. Oh, my gosh, A&M. Uh, I mean, with Anaya Smith, uh, Moose Muhammad, Evan Stewart, like, they got some weapons. Um, but I, I do wonder about Connor Wigman uh, because we didn't, we didn't really see him torch anybody with his arm last year. He's pretty athletic, um, you know, but he's, he's not like Jaden Daniels athletic. Yeah. And, and we just haven't seen him pick apart a defense. Now, I didn't necessarily expect that from him as a true freshman, but there is that ex- assumption a guy's going to take off in year two. Maybe, maybe not. All right, buddy, we appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Okay, sounds good, thanks. Blake Topmeyer, USA Today columnist, or I should say USA Today columnist for the SEC. When we come back, let's get into the list. We'll also take a look at games of the weekend. We'll get a FedEx St. Jude championship update and more. We'll do all that next right here on Jay Donovan Jeffrey, 92.9 FM, ESPN. This hour of the G&J Show is presented by Regions Bank. Now, back to the Giannato and Jeffrey Show. Live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. G&J on 92.9 FM ESPN. Each and every day here on the Giannato and Jeffrey Show, we do a little thing called The List. Let's fire it up. Giannato and Jeffrey keep a list of the stories and people they need to talk about. Being on the list can be a good or bad thing. Listen to find out who made it and why. This is The List. You just made The List! On Giannato and Jeffrey on 92.9 FM ESPN. The FedEx St. Jude Championship. You just made The List! That's right, the PGA Tour's first playoff event happening over at TPC Southwind. Lucas Glover leads the way after a second round 64 He's at 10 under, and he is currently atop the leaderboard. Adam Hadwin threw 16 holes, currently 6 under on the day, 9 under for the tournament, 1 back. Tommy Fleetwood also 5 under on the day, 1 back as well at 9 under. Jordan Spieth, probably the biggest name in the top 5 of the leaderboard. He's currently even par on the day, 7 under for the tournament. He still has 3 more holes to go. Some other big names out on the golf course as well. Scotty Scheffler and Roy McIlroy, both in the same group at five under. Been an extremely frustrating day for the boy from Northern Ireland. Leading the field in strokes gain, approaching the green, 64th out of 70 currently in putting. I believe he has missed three putts inside of 10 feet today. It's been awesome. It's just been awesome watching it, uh, watching him just absolutely knock it stiff, and then uh, continue to have putts that don't even sniff the hole. Uh, Also, a few other names that are out there. Colin Morikawa, also at five under par. See, Thagala, shout out my waves. 
also at five under, as I believe my other wave, Andrew Putnam. Yep, Putnam fired 67, uh, former classmate of mine. He's also at five under, so I wanted to give him a shout-out. But the big story today out of TPC Southwind has been the heat because I'd mentioned to Mark, if you were watching any of the coverage, uh, whether it be PJ Tour Live or whether it be Golf Channel, about every third comment was, God, it's hot out here. Every time they break to someone on the course, God, it's hot out here. Uh, we had a Colton Nost who lives in Scottsdale. John Rom also lives in Scottsdale. Uh, apparently, Rom came up to him and was like, man, this is nothing like what we have in Scottsdale. It's like it is so much hotter here. So that has been the big story today. Also, Rom had a just an all-time fat guy move with a white towel just draped over his shoulder. It was just it was great stuff to see. So if you're going to go make it out, lots of good golf all weekend. No cut, so you don't have – if they're in the field, you don't have to worry about whether or not they'll be playing the rest of the weekend. Everybody will be out there. So go on out to TPC Southwind and check out the action. I'll be out there tomorrow. Pau Gasol. You just made the list. So Pau Gasol will be inducted into the NBA Hall of Fame – bigger pardon – the Basketball Hall of Fame, the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame, not the NBA Hall of Fame. He'll be joined by Dirk Nowitzki, Dwayne Wade, and Tony Parker. So, Powell's obviously, I think Powell's an interesting case study for, particularly for Grizzlies fans, because I do think as time has gone on, there's probably a little bit more of appreciation of Powell but it is funny to think about, like, in in real time, how much flack Powell caught when you consider who was the second best player on those playoff teams. I guess you could make a case for Mike Miller. You could probably make a case for James Posey, but Posey wasn't there for all three. I think when you start to consider just the collection of just kind of dudes, like also guys, also rands, if you will, I do think it's, I think it's, it makes the case for Powell, I think in hindsight, much better. I, I think there is a little bit more of an appreciation of him as well. Also, this will be the first Grizzly, I think Harrington phrased it as the first Grizzly who's a significant portion of his career is a part of the Hall of Fame. I would make the argument, it's the first Grizzlies that played a home game for the Grizzlies that is in the Hall of Fame because the previous other Hall of Famer was Allen Iverson. The next question that it posed is, who would be the Grizzlies' next Hall of Famer? And CBS Sports tackled this very question, and the answer was a little bit surprising, but I think it's an interesting one. I also think it's a fun one. Derek Rose, and here is what uh, CBS wrote about Derek's case. Rose isn't a surefire bet to make the Hall of Fame, but he's been able to put together a solid post-injury career that has complemented the dynamic, explosive form of his early NBA days. Basketball Reference has his Hall of Fame probability around that of inductees Bobby Jones, Pete Maravich, and Spencer Haywood, so that could bode well for Rose's chances. Prior to the devastating knee injuries, Rose was a Rookie of the Year, MVP, 
three-time All-Star, and one-time All-NBA selection. In the latter portion of his career, Rose has averaged over 18 points per game during stints with the Knicks, Timberwolves, and Pistons. With Morant and Jackson so young, Rose is probably the best bet for the Hall of Fame on the current roster. I think that's a fascinating case study because it also got me thinking, how far away is Penny Hardaway from being in the Basketball Hall of Fame? And it's, again, it's also important to note, the Basketball Hall of Fame is far and away of the major three, football, basketball, baseball. It's the easiest to be inducted into. I'm kind of considering, like, so if you think about it with Penny, electric college career, similar to Derrick Rose and having an electric start of his career and injuries change the outlook of his career. The one addition, though, that Penny could have on the resume is now his coaching career will also be considered. The same Hall of Fame probability index that was referenced in Derrick Rose's case has Penny Hardaway at 28%, which is also higher than Rose, who is at about 10.5%. The other case that I thought would be interesting is Mark. So with Mark, it would be international career as well as as well as his NBA accolades. Defensive player of the year, two-time first team All-NBA. And then when you factor in the international success, he was also he was also the player of the year over in Europe. I think I would bet if you had to power rank, I think I would go Mark, Penny, then Derek. I think that's how I would do it. But I do think it's fascinating that Derek Rose could be the next Hall of Famer that plays for the Grizzlies. Uh, let's go to let's go to the uh, Pac-12. You just made the list. Yes. Yeah, so David Cobb, who joins us each and every Wednesday, has a fascinating look at everything that has happened from the Pac-12. The other report that came out today, which I think. I don't know if this had been reported necessarily, but it was certainly something that was talked about in the discussions of the Pac-12, was that their negotiations with ESPN went poorly. Well, now, from John Canzano, we have learned that the Pac-12, in their initial meetings with ESPN, ESPN offered $30 million per school. The Pac-12 said no, we want $50 million. ESPN at that point left the negotiation. And it's also interesting because it seems likely that ESPN took all of that money and essentially offered it to the Big 12. The Big 12 made the decision to take that offer, and here we are. So Cobb has an interesting timeline over at CBS Sports. Long before the Pac-12 ever had 12 members, it dealt with uncertainty. Had Arizona and Arizona State not received invitations to the Pac-8 in December 1976, the conference might have broken up, according to then-Cal Athletic Director Dave Maggard. The threat of USC pulling out was very real, and UCLA might have followed suit, Maggard told the Associated Press. With the additions of the Wildcats and Sun Devils turned the league into the Pac-10, which is how it remained for more than three decades until the first seismic wave 
of college realignment in 2010. The other things that I think were interesting for the Pac-12, it does beg this question of, is the original sin not expanding now? Like, are you vulnerable if you just stand pat? I think it's fascinating to think about it in terms of, does this guide what the ACC is going to do? Because what we've seen thus far is they would rather keep the status quo and take their chances. I think that also puts a lot of faith in the grant of rights, which I think is going to almost assuredly be challenged in court at some point. But then you contrast it with what the Big 12 has done. Let's look at what the Big 12 has actually added. UCF, Houston, Cincinnati, BYU. In addition, they added Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah. In terms of the what did they add that drives the market, they didn't really add a ton. At the same time, they feel way, way more stable than the ACC does. And they did so by making ads that, on paper, are not the type of ads that have been driving expansion that we've been seeing. Does that force the ACC, maybe they're not going to get aggressive with Stanford and Cal, but maybe they are going to start getting aggressive with other programs. Uh, to me, like that is, that's actually the most fascinating aspect. Uh, one last one. Allie Ewing. You just made the list. Yeah, I want to give a quick shout-out to Allie Ewing of Tupelo and Fulton, Mississippi. She also played at Mississippi State, currently leading the Women's British Open. She's at 10 under. This would be a, a signature breakthrough for Allie. She's got three wins on the LPGA Tour, but this would be her first major championship. So if you're looking for some coffee golf to watch, Local adjacent, I guess we could say uh, another Mid-Southerner trying to win a major championship. We'll take a look at the games and sporting events of the weekend. Let's do that next right here on Giannato and Jeffrey, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Celebrating a legacy of Memphis sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the free Odyssey and TuneIn apps. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. All 650 acquisition fee, 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage, Forte PE 659.993, MSRP 22540, Nero P5015237, MSRP 4139, EV6 P560, 3393, MSRP 50200, includes all rebates and incentives, must finance through Hyundai, excludes tax on license with approved credit, see dealer for details, offer valid through 9523, Kia.com or retailer for details. Deals everyone wants. How about 41 MPG Highway 2023 Kia Forte LXS 249 a month? 29.99 due at signing. Hey Jeff, give me some EV scoop. 2023 Nero EV Win 253 miles of EPA estimated range 292 a month. And a 2023 Kia EV6 Win with up to 134 city 101 highway MPGE only 425 a month. Both 49.99 due at signing. All 36 month lease. And Kia's 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain. Limited warranty to boot. So whether you live in Horn Lake, South Haven, Olive Branch, or Memphis, you'll be happy, happy at Gossip Key on Mount Moriah. 2680 Mount Moriah or KeyOfMountMoriah.com. 
Sonic made buffalo chicken dip portable. Juicy chicken buffalo sauce and melty cheese stuffed in a golden brown shell. Sonic $2.99 buffalo chicken dip bites for a limited time, only at Sonic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Response to the all-new Genesis Diamonds has been incredible. Hey, it's Eric Hasseltine, and people are loving what Genesis has brought to Memphis. It's a mind-blowing selection and prices you never thought possible. What people really love about Genesis is the transparency and the education. Genesis is revealing all the long-held secrets of the diamond industry. They teach you how to buy like a dealer buys and how to understand the way diamonds are priced by the wholesalers, how slight variations in size and clarity can translate into thousands in savings. At Genesis, their non-commissioned diamond experts are there to guide you every step of the way. Their diamond education will make you a better, more informed consumer. I'm telling you, don't buy a diamond anywhere. Not a natural diamond, not a lab-grown diamond, until you check out what you can get here. Discover Genesis Diamonds, the store that's forever changing how people in Memphis buy diamonds and find jewelry. Now open in Poplar Commons at Poplar and Perkins Extended the official jeweler of the Tennessee Titans. Golfers, get ready for the TaylorMade P790 fitting event at Edwin Watts Golf Shops, happening now through the 13th. This event is your chance to meet with the TaylorMade experiential team and get custom fit for any P-Series iron set. The new P790 iron is engineered with flighted CG for enhanced launch in the long irons while providing improved control. Don't miss the Edwin Watts Golf Shops TaylorMade P790 fitting event, happening now through the 13th. Reserve your free custom fitting on Online at edwinwattsgolf.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad. You did. If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? <laughs> okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Woo-hoo! Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. 
In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, KBB.com. Every business seeks an advantage, whether it's having the best location, hiring top talent, or spotting trends before they happen. And now, the United States Postal Service can give your business a new advantage. Introducing USPS Ground Advantage. Reliable and affordable two- to five-day package shipping. It's the advantage you need at the price you want. Get the Ground Advantage at USPS.com advantage. The United States Postal Service. Delivering for America. This hour of the G&J Show is presented by Regions Bank. Now, back to the Giannato and Jeffrey Show. Live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. G&J on 92.9 FM ESPN. Lucas Glover remains at the top of the leaderboard over at the FedEx St. Jude Championship. After firing a 64, he's at 10 under. Trailing in by one shot are Jordan Spieth, Tommy Fleetwood, and Adam Hadwin. So that, of course, will be something to watch as well this weekend. But as a reminder, if you are a DirecTV subscriber or a AT&T U-verse customer, you will have to be watching on CBSSports.com to watch as the parent company of WREG still has not uh, gotten to an agreement with either operation, so we've been left in the dark. I'm confident they're going to get it done by football season, but it's the closer and closer we get, the more the more itchy I, I'm getting as well. So, uh, can we, uh, next star, can we go ahead and, and take care of that? Another thing to watch this weekend, it's a story that I talked about with Eric yesterday on the program. Kevin Brown, and college basketball fans might know him. He's done a fair share of Tigers games, done fair share, does his fair share of college basketball games, but his primary play-by-play role is as the Baltimore Orioles television play-by-play guy. This is from OutKick. Baltimore Orioles television play-by-play announcer Kevin Brown will be reading a statement before tonight's broadcast that may finally address a nearly two-week absence that has drawn the ire of hometown fans and fellow broadcasters when he returns to the booth tonight. There's no indication as to what Brown will say, but the baseball community has been looking for answers ever since the Orioles' television voice was reportedly suspended for what was what were universally viewed as innocuous on-air comments about the team's past performance. If you're unaware, he was mentioning in the pregame as the Orioles were playing the Rays in Tampa he was adding context that the Orioles have finally won a series in Tampa. They've won the overall season series in Tampa. And he also pointed out that while the Orioles had taken first place, the Rays had spent all but two days at the top of the ALE standings. So he was adding context to how good of baseball that the Orioles were playing. The entire situation has only become more confusing and bizarre as the Orioles organization, which has been led by... John Angelos, since his 94-year-old father, Peter, was deemed medically incapacitated to handle operations, refuses to give any significant information. 
The Orioles never confirmed that Brown was ever suspended, despite reports that he was taken off the air due to comments the Orioles' leadership allegedly thought were demeaning. The team says it was a personal matter, while Awful Announcing and The Athletics say that Brown was suspended due to his July 23rd pregame comments regarding the Orioles' record against the Rays. This is what OutKick has deemed as what we know. Brown's last MASN television broadcast was July the 23rd. He then went and did radio play-by-play in the next Orioles series against the Philadelphia Phillies before being entirely absent from broadcasts. Awful Awful Announcing reported earlier this week that the sources told them that Brown was suspended due to the comments he made during the final TV broadcast on the 23rd. The team reportedly viewed his comments as being disparaging. Brown's comments were also visualized by a pre-made graphic, as well as were listed in that day's physical game nets that are available to all press members. The Royals never confirmed that Brown was suspended. In a statement to Awful announcing, the team said that, quote, we don't comment on employment decisions. However, Kevin Brown will be back with us in the near future. In a follow-up statement, the team told Awful announcing that, quote, they don't comment on any personal matter, and we look forward to hearing Kevin's voice soon. I I suppose part of the intrigue for wanting to hear this broadcast is whether or not Kevin Brown is going to say anything about a a personal matter that perhaps could have led to his absence or if he's going to address it at all. ESPN is reporting that Kevin Brown is saying that he is all good with the Orioles brass. I still contend that if indeed he was simply suspended for the context, for the comments that were made that were included in the game notes, Major League Baseball needs to punish John Angelos and the Orioles in some form or fashion. I, I, I simply think that you cannot have that. At a certain point, you cannot allow that behavior. This is not a situation in which anything that was said was snarky, demeaning. All it was was simply applying context. And if you're going to have a thin-skinned owner essentially suspending someone for something that was... I, I think everyone had the same reaction when seeing the video. And the reaction was, wait, am I missing something? Is there is there an inside joke? Was there... Was this the wrong clip? I just don't think that you can have that. And it just sets a horrible precedent. Also, John Angelos, just a quick shout out. Now he's trying to hold the city of Baltimore up for another $300 million so he can get some better parking. So he's a world-class, just just awful guy. I, I, I mentioned on Twitter today, the more you read about him, the last time that I've like truly despise someone that I've never met like this was Sam Bank, uh, Brinkman fine SBF like that, that I, I have like the same reaction to both of those. Now, if indeed we find out that Kevin Brown tells us tonight that, Hey, this was a, a personal matter, something family wise that we find out that was something other than what has been reported, then that's fine. But I think if you're major league baseball, you cannot, this is just sends a horrible message. Like, what is this all going to be state media? 
Because I, I can tell you on like a smaller scale, someone who talks into a microphone almost every day, I don't necessarily live in fear of, you know, saying something that, quote, gets you canceled. What I do live in fear of is like, are you on a hot mic? This is not that situation. This was this was a guy applying context to how good a baseball the team that he covers was playing. So that's something if you want to watch tonight, you can, I'm sure, be scrolling Twitter uh, for all the updates as well. Also, we got NFL preseason. So last night we had two brutal games to watch, but that's kind of what you expect with preseason football. You got to get gritty with it. We saw... I guess we call it the debut of C.J. Stroud last night and less than impressive. I do think the Texans are in an interesting spot with C.J. in that you're clearly banking on him being the guy of the future and you want him to be the guy of the future. And I think they actually have some interesting skill guys around him. But the choice that they're going to have to make is very similar To me, like the situation almost reeks of when the Texans first came into the league with with David Carr. Their offensive line is horrific. And you can tell very quickly, he's going to be running for his life. I will always say one of the all-time best ESPN draft promo commercials. This was back in like, I don't know, 2002. They had the Monday night the Monday night footage of David Carr going under center with his team. You have Mike Patrick saying, here's David Carr bringing his team to the line, and they had erased all the offensive linemen. Still a a joke that will live in my brain, hopefully for the rest of my days. Tonight on NFL Network, so we have six preseason games. There's only two that we can watch nationally. We got Green Bay at Cincinnati. If you're looking for a reason to watch, Burrow's back at practice. He's been like throwing on the sidelines, so perhaps maybe we'll get something that resembles an update for Joe Burrow. That's really about all I got from that one. And then Denver at Arizona. I I don't know what to tell you. Like I could try to sell that game, but I, I just think that I'd be I'd be doing everyone a disservice. Uh I guess if you want to stretch, there's reports that the first-team offense for the Broncos is going to play. So maybe getting a look at Russell Wilson and Sean Payton's first look, that's it. The Cardinals are going to be horrific. Uh, Also tonight, games that will not be aired nationally, but you got the Giants and Lions, the Falcons at Miami, Pittsburgh at Tampa. Tampa's got the quarterback battle with Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask. Baker will get the start tonight. You also have the Commanders at Cleveland. Reports are indicating that Deshaun Watson's going to play. So if you can find some coverage of that, maybe that is somewhat fascinating because uh, I still contend Deshaun Watson should be thanking Russell Wilson each and every night when he hits his knees because the fact that we spent all of the attention and talking about how bad Russell Wilson was, it really distracted us. When Deshaun actually started playing last year, he was horrible. He was absolutely horrible. Tomorrow, Colts at Bills, not on NFL Network, but Anthony Richardson is going to get the start. 
I think he's the most intriguing guy to watch this entire preseason because, I mean, if you really think about it, like, he could, if he winds up being good, this could, like, completely change how we scout quarterbacks because we've never really seen someone that was as average as he was in college, up and down. Now, the thing with Anthony Richardson is, it was either really good or really bad, and that kind of that kind of became average. But there's no question. Like you see the the flashes from Anthony Richardson, but I think he's a fascinating case study because we really haven't seen someone that was just kind of meh in college wind up be a successful pro. We always know in this league if someone actually does it, well, then we're just going to scout the entire college football season next year just waiting to find someone who has flashes. And, you know, it's no different than when Josh Allen got into the league and everyone was looking for the next Josh Allen. Like, I, if Anthony Richardson ends up being good, I do think that like, that could be something that we see changing college scouting. The Titans and Bears, so that will be our local broadcast. Titans are going to have their, uh, Mike Vrabel has tapped their D.C. to be the head coach tomorrow to hopefully give him more opportunities in the head coaching ranks. Uh, That game also will be on NFL Network. I don't really know how that works. Like, I don't know if that will be blacked out. We have to watch the local broadcast. Uh, Unclear on that. The second game on NFL Network that will follow is the Jets and the Panthers. They've been practicing all week together. Also unclear who's going to play, but I presume Bryce Young is going to play some, so if you're looking for a reason to watch that, that's another good one. The 6 p.m. game on NFL Network will be the Eagles and Ravens, and the nightcap, which I presume will join in progress, as is tradition, the Chargers-Rams game. I just think about, whenever I think about week one of the preseason, I always just think about when they flash that game up, the first time we see it, it's in the second quarter. Also, two games on Sunday, the Chiefs and the Saints, that game on noon, at noon on NFL Network, and then we have San Francisco at Las Vegas at 3 p.m. on NFL Network. Other possibilities? It's not for me, but maybe it's for you. we got Little League World Series action going on. We still have some WNBA. I do think it seems like as soon as America got bounced from the Women's World Cup, it seemed like we collectively decided, like, okay, well, we're, we're done watching that. Because I've even, like, even, like, on the coverage from sports center and whatnot, you're not, you're not even seeing hardly any coverage whatsoever. So we're not quite there yet, but we're starting to get there. And of course, one of the big sporting events of the week will also be the FedEx St. Jude championship over at TPC Southwind where Lucas Glover still currently sits atop of the leaderboard. Jordan Spieth has got it into the house. He fires 68. He's at nine under for the tournament. One shot, Behind Glover, Fleetwood also at nine under, one shot back. When we come back, let's tell your story. We'll do that next right here on Giannato and Jeffrey, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Coming up at 4 p.m., it's the Gabe Kuhn Show with the tallest lineman on the radio. In fact, the only lineman on the radio, Gabe Kuhn. Weekdays from 4 p.m. till 7 p.m. on 92.9 FM, ESPN. At Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, it's time to define luxury in a new way. 
At every turn, you'll find audacious design, state-of-the-art technology, and exceptional hospitality. We are dedicated to crafting the world's best vehicles, matched by an extraordinary sales-to-service experience for our owners. Prepare to be noticed in the 2023 Genesis G70. This sporty sedan is a force to be seen. We'd love you to explore the 2023 Genesis GV70 with a class-leading 300-horsepower engine or the available 375-horsepower twin-turbo V6 for terrains from concrete jungles to mountain roads. It's a new beginning for a new generation. Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, 1870 Covington Pike, or visit us online at memphisgenesis.com. Estimated horsepower based on premium fuel ratings. Use of regular fuel will result in reduced horsepower. See dealer for complete details. Dealer stock only. Hey, Carrie. Oh, is that a new phone? Yeah, I just got it at T-Mobile. Their Go 5G Plus plan gives me the same awesome phone deals as new customers. Nice. And when I want a new phone, I'll be upgrade ready in two years. Oh, I'm so jealous. I just found out I'm stuck with my carrier for the next three years to keep my phone deal. Three years? That's a seriously long time. Your kid will have started and finished middle school by then. Yeah, and he'll need a new phone. I gotta get to T-Mobile. With T-Mobile's Go 5G Plus, you get an amazing plan where new and existing customers always get the same great device deals and can upgrade every two years instead of three. All on America's largest 5G network. Visit T-Mobile.com to find out more. Get two-year device financing with Go 5G+, Plus. unlike some carriers that require three years to get their best phone offers. Coverage not available in some areas. See details at T-Mobile.com. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-6986. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-575-6986. That's 800-575-6986. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash radio. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands to treat ED at up to 95% off. That's right, the same active ingredient as the brand name for 95% less. It's the same ED medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash radio. 
That's 4hymns.com slash radio for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash R-A-D-I-O. Paid for by government.com. Have you heard? Morgan's silver dollars are back for 2023. For the 100th anniversary, the U.S. Mint released the first legal tender Morgans in 100 years. They sold out instantly. Now, Morgan's silver dollars are back in 2023. Minted in 99.9% pure silver, but only 275,000 coins were minted, and they will go fast. The entire market and experts agree this is a big deal and an amazing opportunity for both coin and silver buyers. Just call 1-800-859-1518 and you are guaranteed a 2023 brand new uncirculated 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. But with limited quantities, you must call now. To learn more, call 1-800-859-1518. Plus, you'll receive a free bonus Patriots pack, new and improved, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-859-1518 now to secure your new 2023 Morgan silver dollar before they are gone. That's 1-800-859-1518. All 650 acquisition V, 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage, Forte PE 659993, MSRP 22540, Nero P5015237, MSRP 4139, EV6 P560 3393, MSRP 50,200, includes all rebates and incentives, must finance through Hyundai, excludes tax island license with approved credit, see dealer for details, offer valid through 9523, dealer stock only warranties, a limited powertrain warranty, see Kia.com or retailer for details. I got Jeff Allen on the line. Hey, what's the scoop over there at Gossett Kia South Mount Moriah? Randy, we got deals everyone wants. How about 41 MPG Highway, 2023 Kia Forte LXS, $249 a month. $29.99 due at signing. Hey, Jeff, give me some EV scoop. 2023 Nero EV win. 253 miles of EPA estimated range. $292 a month. And a 2023 Kia EV6 win with up to 134 city, 101 highway MPGE. Only $425 a month. Both $49.99 due at signing. All 36 month lease. And Kia's 10 year, 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty to boot. So whether you live in Horn Lake, South Haven, Olive Branch, or Memphis, you'll be happy, happy. At Gossip Key on Mount Moriah. 2680 Mount Moriah or keyamountmoriah.com. Wendy's is open till midnight or later, so you can give in to the craving and go night mode. Now all of your favorite menu items just got their bedtime extended. You can get what you want even later, like the Baconator with six strips of bacon or the perfect fries and frosty duo. If you're up later, then so are we. So go ahead and pull through the drive-thru. When the craving hits, go night mode at Wendy's. Open till midnight or later. All right, see ya <clears throat> later. At participating U.S. Wendy's, hours may vary. Missing your NFL team's out-of-market games? Not a great plan. A much better plan? Switch to my plan from Verizon and get NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV on us with eligible phone purchase and Unlimited Plus. That's a value of up to $449. Get every out-of-market game every Sunday afternoon. Switch to my plan at your Verizon store today. And for a limited time, get NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV on us with eligible phone purchase and Unlimited Plus. It's your Verizon. $449 value applies to NFL Sunday ticket season 23-24 only. Additional terms and embargoes apply to NFL NFL Sunday ticket on YouTube. No refunds. For today's Tell Your Story, let's go to the man currently sitting atop the leaderboard over at the FedEx St. Jude Championship. That is Lucas Glover. When he was asked how hot it was today, quote, I didn't get this wet in the shower this morning. The number one comments that we've been seeing out of TPC Southwind today has been largely centered around just indeed how hot it is out there. So if you're going to go check out some of the late afternoon golf, make sure you hydrate. My thanks to Blake Topmeyer for joining the program. If you missed anything, be up on the podcast shortly after the program ends. For Dennis, this is Jeffrey saying thanks for listening. Keep listening. The Gabe Coon Show is coming up next.
WMFS-FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS-Memphis, celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers, say, play 92.9 ESPN. All 650 acquisition fee, 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage, Forte PE 659.993, MSRP 22540, Nero P50137, MSRP 41390, EV6 P560-3393, MSRP 50,200, includes all rebates and incentives, must finance through Hyundai, excludes tax on license with approved credit, delivery details, offer valid through 9523, dealer stock only, warranties, a limited powertrain warranty, see Kia.com or retailer for details. I got Jeff Allen on the line. Hey, what's the scoop over there at Gossip Kia South Mountain Mariah? Randy, we got deals everyone wants. How about 41 MPG Highway, 2023 Kia Forte LXS, $249 a month, $29.99 due at signing. Hey, Jeff, give me some EV scoop. 2023 Nero EV Win, 253 miles of EPA estimated range, $292 a month. And a 2023 Kia EV6 Win with up to 134 city, 101 highway MPGE, only $425 a month, both $49.99 due at signing. All 36-month lease. And Kia's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty to boot. So whether you live in Horn Lake, South Haven, Olive Branch, or Memphis, you'll be happy, happy at Gossip Kia on Mount Moriah. 2680 Mount Moriah or KiaMountMariah.com. I have diabetes. I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I have asthma. I'm at risk, too. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a vaccine that can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. When it's the hottest day of the summer. But it's the hottest day of the summer. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Wendy's is open till midnight or later, so you can give in to the craving and go night mode. Now all of your favorite menu items just got their bedtime extended. You can get what you want even later, like the Baconator with six strips of bacon or the Perfect Fries and Frosty Duo. If you're up later, then so are we. So go ahead and pull through. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.